What's up, Survivor fans? It's Mitch, the Jury Podcast, coming at y'all once again from quarantine. So, just so y'all know, these episodes over the next several weeks are probably going to be these episodes where me, Ben, Tanel, we all record separately. Uh, yeah, Minnesota is on uh, shelter in place basically until April... Um, it's either April 8th or 10th, I can't remember, but for the next two weeks, so this is the way our episodes are going to be, uh, and then even after that, uh, it might still be this way, depending on how things are going, um, with the whole coronavirus situation, uh, but anyways, we're going to still be bringing you all episodes of The Jury every week, uh, we'll be talking about Survivor as long as Survivor keeps going, so, uh, yeah, we're gonna definitely keep going through the rest of the season, uh, we're not going to, uh, stop, we'll just keep doing our episodes this way. So anyway, Tanel is gonna get us started off with a recap of a really, really awesome episode of Survivor from this last week. Hey everyone, it's Tanel with the recap from this past week. So, Sandra was voted out, and at Edge of Extinction, she immediately decided to raise the mass and take herself out of the game because she just didn't think that she had a chance of winning her way back in the game, which is fair because she always sat out at every challenge. The others on the edge um, the next day received a clue that there were four fire tokens hidden on the top of the mountain. So everyone raced out to find them. They only thought they found one. Um, Tyson revealed that he had found one but secretly rob had found the other three and didn't tell anyone on the Sele tribe yule was growing wary of wendell and his loyalty after their previous tribal council where he was bartering for fire tokens with parvati in front of his alliance and the rest of the tribe so that was yule's concern coming out on the decal tribe kim was talking about if she should stay with Tony or if she should side with Jeremy and Denise and go against Tony to go further in the game. On the Yara tribe, Adam was convinced that Sarah or Ben had an idol and his paranoia was like really making everyone annoyed and frustrated with him. So then we went to the immunity challenge where the tribes had to carry a very large saucer to a water tower and they had to fill the saucer with water and then carry it back to a well and once they filled the well it would drop puzzle pieces to do a puzzle yara ended up winning and then they were fo- closely followed by decal who beat out Sele by a, like a second um from the Sele tribe nick was super frustrated with wendell for trash shocking at the challenge and for his attitude um because he thought that that's what cost them their victory So, Yule's plot to coax Wendell into giving Michelle a fire token made Nick really concerned about Yule's ability to plan ahead and how strategic he was, which ended up making Nick um, and Michelle swing votes to vote out Yule. Um, uh, When Yule went to the edge of extinction... Um, He bequeathed his fire tokens between both Sarah and Sophie after he was voted out. And that's what we had this week. Hope you all enjoyed it.
The other crazy thing that I feel like happened on Edge of Extinction this last episode was the Rob father himself, Daddy Boston Rob, coming in clutch, finding three of the fire tokens in that challenge. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. He bamboozled everyone, including me. I know that's how it was supposed to be, but getting up there before anybody else and finding all three tokens before anybody else did and um, Tyson finding the fourth one, but that was some good old vintage Boston Rob. Um, that was pretty incredible to see. And also it'll be interesting to see if Ethan follows suit with Sandra. Um, I know that can be difficult, and I, I can't imagine how difficult it is being a two-time cancer survivor and starving yourself and and putting your immune system through that. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how his time on Survivor as it continues, how it plays out, but I'm excited to see what will happen. So now moving back to those who are still in the game, the three tribes, Yara, Sele, and Dekal, a lot of crazy stuff happened before the challenge. Um, Yara definitely seems like the three, that they're splitting into a group of three and a group of one, with Adam kind of unknowingly out by himself. And unfortunately, again, I think Adam's game is is kind of causing that to happen, just my opinion. Um, I think... He's being too inquisitive. He's not going with the flow enough. He's really trying to figure out who has the immunity idol, who has it, and it's really rubbing the other um, castaways on his tribe the wrong way. Um, so he's going to have to probably change that up. Um, if he's going to, you know, um, be safe once the merge happens, which, you know, I'll get to this in a second, but he might be my pick um, to be voted off next week just as he continues to kind of rub other people the wrong way. Moving over to Dekal, um, that tribe is really interesting, how they're kind of all playing out. I mean, they all, all four of them kind of seem like they want to stay together after the merge, and even if someone gets voted out, you know, and gets back into the game from Edge of Extinction, they all kind of agreed as a group, as a tribe, that they would, you know, partner with them if, if one of them got back into the game. And that was really cool to see, although I feel like Kim, Jeremy, and Denise are a little closer together and you know might turn their backs on Tony just because Tony's a little out there he's a little he's a little out there but it'll be interesting to see how those relationships and those alliances continue to play out as um as we get go into the merge coming up um it's gonna be very interesting and now on to our favorite tribe Sele. Sally, Sally, Sally. <laughs> you know, after last week when we picked three people that we thought might go home from each tribe, I the only one I was nervous about was was picking Nick for Sally, and I should have been, and I should have, I should have picked at least Wendell, at least Wendell. But I didn't even think to even pick Yule. Spoiler alert: if you haven't heard this yet, but Yule was the one voted off. Um, but Sally was just a mess. It was insane. And I don't know, maybe Wendell and Michelle are kind of playing up their beef and maybe, you know, I've, I've, I've read this in other places, but who knows, maybe we'll get to the finals and, and they reveal, you know what, we're actually still dating. And this is our long game. We were planning on making everyone think we hated each other and then in, in order to get us where we are now. I, I don't know how that would really work, but that could be a crazy, crazy um, thing that could happen by the end of this. But my goodness, out of all the tribes, I felt like Sele was 
the most in disarray. Um, and I was really intrigued um, after, of course, they did that awesome challenge, which I really enjoyed. I, I'm really liking the challenges this season um, with moving that water. And, and Yara did a great job by taking their time and slowly um, bringing as much water as they could over to the bucket so they could get the puzzle as quickly as possible. And that was brilliant. But um, when Sele lost and you know had to pick somebody to go off, it, it got pretty crazy. Yule um, started to show his Cook Islands mastermind ways in, in how he figured out a way that he, Michelle, and Nick could completely blindside Wendell, but also he could get a fire token from Wendell before Wendell was shipped off to Edge of Extinction. I mean, it was a brilliant plan, but unfortunately seemed a little bit too brilliant for Yule's own good. Because when we got to Tribal... There's a lot of talk going on. Jeff was um, probing everybody for their different opinions and, and who could be who and, and, and who was going to vote for who and it, were they all in agreement and what was going to happen. And man, I was, you know, I was blindsided. I, I wasn't thinking it was really going to happen, but probably not as blindsided as Yule was um, by the other tribe members. I think it was a smart move for Wendell, Michelle, and Nick game-wise to get rid of Yule because... I think Michelle said it, you know, he's so strategic that if he stays in this game, he will win it. So I think it was wise. It was still a bummer. I'm sorry, Mitch, that you lost Yule. I'm really sorry. It, I think I think Yule on, is on Mitch's team. Well, anyway, if he's not, I'm, Ben was wrong. Anyway, sorry, Tammy. Um, I, I think it, it'll be really interesting to see how this comes back to bite Michelle, Wendell, and Nick later on. If it comes back to bite them at all. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, all that to say, I really feel as though these next few episodes, I mean, we're, we're in the midway through the season now, and it is just going to ramp up from here. So I'm really excited to see what happens next. Um, so I have no idea how many points I have um, in Survivor Fantasy, but I can almost guarantee you I am still in third place. I guess we'll both have to listen and find out um, at the end of this episode. Um, where we're all at, but I think my guess for who will be voted out um, at the end of next week's episode, it has to be Adam. Adam, Adam, Adam. It's got to be him. That's how I really feel, and we will see if I'm right. I don't think I've been right really at all, except for maybe Sandra when she was voted out this season, so we will definitely see if I'm right on that one, but um, I'm hoping I am. So that's going to do it for me on another one of our quarantined episodes. I hope everyone is staying safe and well in these times, and we're all going to get through it. I hope this podcast is just bringing a little bit of hope, a little bit of brightness into your life right now. And um, if you want to give us a message about what you think of Survivor, what you think of this season, what you think of our podcast, or just how you're doing in this time of quarantine, feel free to visit our um, site on Anchor. You can, on the top right-hand corner, there's just a little spot that you can send a voice message. That's actually how I'm recording right now. And you can send us a voice message. It it can be a minute, or you can send a couple of them, a minute long, or you can send a couple messages. And if you just send us that quick message, we'd love to hear from anybody and everyone who listens to this podcast, just how you're doing and and what you think of the podcast and um, what you think of Winners at War currently. So that's all I got. Thanks so much, you guys, for your time, and uh, see you all next week. Bye. Well, bye-bye. Hey again, everyone. It's Tanel, just hanging out in my apartment, 
all by myself without Ben and Mitch looking out the window. It's raining. It's depressing. But I have a can of bubbly here with me. And I'm really thankful that I have tons of friends and family to check in with and um, just communicate with during this like weird time we're all in our homes. So um, I still have my can of bubbly. Don't know if I already said that. Um, I don't know if bubbly wants to sponsor anyone at this time, but hey, dreams can still happen, come true. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to give my short, um, recap, um, about just thoughts I had about the episode. Um, so first of all, I want to talk about Sandra. Um, Sandra is hilarious to me. Like, I just, I love that she still was playing and decided to try to play, even though she is not physically capable of a lot of things the way everyone else is like she purely has to survive on strategy and honestly she made it pretty far so I thought that was pretty cool um that she decided to do it but I wasn't surprised that she raised the flag I actually just thought it was really hilarious because it just like sounds like her But good for her. She's done a great job. She still thinks she's queen and she can be. Um, I also just want to talk about the fire token thing. I think it's super hilarious and interesting that like everyone's really being open about the fact that they have fire tokens. Um, I don't know. I think Natalie has been like secretive about if she's found any. Um, I know not every single one of the challenges allows you to be secretive if you found one. Um, like, for example, like when they all had to walk up the mountain and move the logs, um, everyone was going to see if they got their token or not. Um, but it's interesting to me that Rob found three and then decided to lie and say that he didn't find any. I think that's a great move. I totally think it's a great move. I'm wondering, like, if it'll pay off. I'm really excited for the next... Well, the only opportunity that we would have seen so far for someone from Edge of Extinction to win their way back in because, like, you have no idea what's going to happen. And I don't know. It sounds like I feel like Rob or Natalie have good shots. I still don't think Tyson should have used his fire token on peanut butter. I don't really think that's going to help him. But um, I'm excited to see what advantages they can buy with the fire tokens and see if not telling anyone about the fire tokens that like Rob or Natalie have will be an advantage to them. Probably like, why wouldn't it be? But, um, yeah, so that was really interesting to me. Um, I also want to talk about the immunity challenge because gosh, I'm just going to be honest. Like Wendell boy, bye. Like I'm so done with him. I just, I don't know. I, I didn't, get far into watching the ghost island season that's the one I had last started watching and I was excited to see about him and I've heard from other people that he wasn't exhibiting rude douchebaggy type traits on his last season so I'm just like I'm confused as to why he's like such a jerk Um, At least I think he is. I think he comes off that way. It might be that Survivor's painting him that way and just, like, um, 
he just gets a little sassy and then every time he gets sassy they decide to show that bit I don't know I sometimes sometimes tv does that but overall I'm like really not impressed by him as a human so it was a little aggravating and I was totally like feeling like Nick was warranted in being frustrated with him for trash talking and the things he was doing because honestly I wouldn't be surprised if that is what put them a split second behind the call to lose so honestly like going into tribal I was like please 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 vote Wendell out like vote Wendell out but I love you um but he's honestly so smart and I do think he's a stronger player than Wendell was so I think that that was good for everyone's game to a degree but at the same time like if they had Michelle and Nick had swung to a line and stay with Yule I think they would have had like a shield and someone who was like he's very very loyal like he would have stuck with them and Wendell I just don't know if he will be loyal and so I think that will be interesting to see what happens after like this next episode and see where his alliances lie and uh, I would just like Michelle to turn around and stab him in the back gosh I just think that'd be really good um yeah I think those were like my main points um I'm gonna see if there's anything else um mostly I just really think next week will be interesting. It was really hard to see what's happening. Obviously, we could tell that like the merge is going to happen. And I'm pumped for that. But they threw out like 30 names at the end. Not 30. There's not even 30 people on the show. But they threw out a bunch of names at the end of like who could be the next one out. I think my prediction might be Jeremy just because like he was one of the first targets targeted from the very beginning. And I think that he really stands out as a strong, like like a huge threat. I really think he does. So I think Jeremy would be my pick to go to Edge of Extinction next, which is just kind of a bummer um, seeing the, all the people that are kind of left. Maybe it's just me, but most of the people that are left are like more recent. All the old school people are on Edge of Extinction and um I like that makes me a little sad because I like all those people um but I don't know I think um I think it'll be interesting to see what happens so I'm excited I hope you all are excited as well I hope you're still tuning in to Survivor I think it's gonna be a really interesting season still I'm excited hopefully at some point Uh, Me and Ben and Mitch can all get back together and have a more normal podcast. But until then, keep watching, keep tuning in with us in our kind of irregular episodes and stay safe, stay inside, stay home and wash your hands. Alright everyone, so now it is my turn to share my thoughts on this last week's episode. Uh, dang, wow, so much stuff happened. Uh, first of all, I just want to talk about um, Edge of Extinction with Sandra going. Uh, I was actually really surprised at first um, that she left. 
I uh, didn't really know what to think about it. But the more I thought about it, the more I really, really like why she left. Um, it's it's true. She doesn't need to prove anything by sitting out there. Uh, I think it's incredibly... Um, I don't know. I just think it's incredibly smart in just how well she knows herself. That she knows that if it comes down to a challenge, she's not going to win her way back in. So what's the point of sitting out there? Uh, and also, like, it's true. She's queen, and I think she'll always stay queen. I don't think whoever wins this season, I don't think they're two wins. It, it'll be significant, but I don't think it's as significant as Sandra's, and here's why. And if you hate me for this idea, you can let us know during Tree Mail. Um, Sandra won twice. However, when she won her second time, she wasn't on a season of all winners. So, if that makes sense, it's this season, somebody will become the second person to win twice because it is a season of all winners. And now that Sandra's gone, there can't be somebody who wins three times. But Sandra won twice on a season where there were people who had not won before, which I think is even more impressive, was that she was on a season with the two times she won was on seasons with other people who hadn't won before. So I just think it's, I think Sandra's two wins are more impressive than whoever wins this as their second season. Um, The only person who I think could rival it, um, or maybe the only two people who I think could rival it if they win is either Rob or Parvati. If either of them get back in, I think they would come close to rivaling it just because Rob's played so much time. And if Rob makes it to the end, it's going to be incredible because I don't know how he would do it if he gets back in. Um, And similarly with Parvati, um, two of just the most well-known, popular, and also just most skilled players in Survivor. Uh, So I think uh, those two are the only ones who would come close to rivaling it. But, yeah, just the fact that she's won twice in seasons where not everybody was a winner, I think, still gives Sandra the edge over anybody else who wins this season. Uh, so, Queen is still Queen. Uh, it was a bummer that she raised the flag, but I can respect it because I think it's really cool that you just see her confidence in the way she views herself and saying, like, I don't need to sit out here just to not win a challenge to prove that I'm still the greatest that's ever played. I think that's really cool. So, you might not like Sandra, you might not like her gameplay, but I think she deserves a lot of respect. Uh, just for that. Uh, I like that. But now the queen is now officially in retirement. So, uh, going off of that, Boston Rob is incredible. I can't believe he did that. It'll be interesting. This is the only thing I was thinking about. It'd be interesting to see if he shares any of those fire tokens with Amber. That would be really interesting. Uh, he hasn't told anybody else, at least not that we've seen. I'm assuming he probably told Amber that he has them. Uh, but then also like, let me know what you guys think about this, because this is what I was thinking, is wouldn't it be great to let the other people know that you have all these fire tokens as almost kind of a, like, kind of almost like a you're playing with them kind of thing. Like, it's almost like uh, using it to discourage the other players who are out there. To be like, oh yeah, I have the other three. It kind of, like, puts, like, a huge, like, damper for everybody else. Um, just interesting. I thought about that, uh, especially when I was like listening to, um, uh, t- 
Tanel talking about how she thought it was interesting that everybody's like being really, or she said like how people are like talking about their fire tokens. I think it'd be really interesting to see somebody like Rob use the fact that he has so many fire tokens already to discourage other people. But I think the other flip side of that is if you don't tell people, then you don't have a target on your back. So like in these other challenges that'll happen, people aren't like freaking out and doing everything they can to get in your way and like destroy you basically. But I think it'd be interesting to see if that could come into play of him using it as a way of kind of discouraging other players. Uh, also, I think Tyson's kind of looking like a fool now, having spent one of his fire tokens on peanut butter. Like, if he would have saved that, he'd have two, and he'd be close to buying an advantage. Uh, let's go ahead, let's talk about the, the Yara tribe, and let's talk about Adam, because gosh, Adam just cannot get out of his own way. Like, I think Adam could be riding pretty right now. Like, he could be in such a good spot with Ben and Sophie and Sarah, except for the fact that he just cannot just go with the flow. He, he, like, can't. He can't just go with it. He's somebody who I think always has to have the game in his hands. Or, like, he always has to be doing something. And if he's not, then he feels really, really uncomfortable. Uh, except for the fact that he's, like, calling them out and being like, one of you has to have the idol and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it just is alienating him further and further from, I think, the people who would be most likely to work with him. Uh, so... Adam's just kind of shooting himself in the foot right now. It's crazy. I think when Survivor brought him back, I mean, I think everybody loved Adam. Well, I didn't really. I think lots of people loved Adam and Survivor loved Adam because of his story from the first time he played, which is totally understandable. It's a heartbreaking story. It was really, really cool um, to see him win after everything that happened with his mom and how he was supposed to play Blood versus Water with his mom. Uh, it is a really, really great story. Uh, and like my heart goes out to Adam for his loss and everything. And I think that's why Survivor really liked him so much. And now bringing him back, I think everyone is realizing like some of the pitfalls and downfalls of Adam's gameplay. Um, and I think it's becoming a more and more common thread. And I think it's something that like you're going to see a lot more of coming up. Uh, in the rest of the survivor, especially now that the merge has happened. So I think, I think public opinion might be changing quite a bit on Adam this season, uh, from where he was in his last season, which is unfortunate. Like, yeah, it, it like sucks, but I mean, it's true. He's just, he's almost on the level of paranoid that Tony got to at some points. Like that's kind of how I'm seeing it is he's getting to the level of paranoid that Tony gets to, um, but anyways, uh, let's go ahead. Let's talk now about um, the, the call. Nothing really interesting happened on the call. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about uh, the Sele tribe. Oh, man. I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed. First, Ben mentioned Yule's on my team. Yule's not on my team. He's on Tanel's. Uh, but I love Yule. He was probably one of those winners that when I saw he was coming back was one of the people I was most excited for because he, he was a huge favorite of mine. Uh, who never came back and played again. And I always wanted him to s wanted to see him play again because he is so good. And now all of the old school survivors are on Edge of Extinction. Uh, and all the new school survivors are left. So it's a, it's a bummer just because of that. Because I think, honestly, it's funny how all of the new school players s just saw all of the old school players as huge threats. 
Except for probably, like, Danny. Danny wasn't really a threat. Um, Boss and Rob and Parvati were the ones who sent them home. But everybody saw, like, Rob, Parvati, and Ethan, Sandra, Amber. Like, uh, Natalie, I think, is probably the only not old school person who's out there. Um, They just saw all of these old school people as threats, like Tyson's. And it's just so funny to me because they say, like, they had the discussion at Tribal or whatever, you know, the old school versus new school it seems like all of the old school players were better at Survivor than the new school players. Or at least they were more feared than the new school players. Because the new school players wanted to get them out right away. Um, so I just thought that was kind of an interesting bit. Anyways, getting back to what Sally had happened. It's such a bummer. I, I agree wholeheartedly with Tanel. Wendell can, or yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with Tanel. Wendell can be gone. I don't need to watch Wendell anymore, which is, this is a huge bummer. I loved Ghost Island. I liked Wendell and Dominic a lot. I wanted Dominic to win that season. Uh, I was bummed that Wendell did because Dominic was probably my favorite from that season, but I was happy with how it ended because I thought they were both probably the most deserving people out of that season. So it was a good season and I, I don't remember Wendell being like this at all, but he's just like, <laughs> oh, it's just so hard not to hate him this season. It's so hard not to hate him. Um, first off, with the challenge, just, oh my gosh, shut your mouth, dude. Shut your mouth and do the challenge, finish the puzzle. Uh, and I think you and Nick were deservingly very upset because they had... There, that foursome of Wendell and Yule and Nick and Michelle could have been so good in the merge. They could have been so good. They would have had really good numbers. Um, Michelle had ties in with Ben, uh, had ties in with Jeremy. Like it was just set up so well for them to go in and really control things during the merge. And then Wendell just runs his mouth, doesn't focus, and they lose by like a second. Uh, yeah, Wendell, I'm tired of his trash talking. He hasn't shown up any of the times he's trash talking. Uh, he's just annoying. I can't stand watching him. He talks like a jerk to Michelle, which I don't get why Michelle keeps working with him because he is such a jerk to her. Like, I can't get it. Unless, like, what Ben says, that this is all just a ploy and they're actually, like, still together, which I can't believe. Um, yeah, Wendell needs to go. I'm super annoyed with him. I've lost a lot of respect for Wendell. I can't stand him. Uh, this is where Yule messed up with, with the fire tokens. And this is, this is like two weeks in a row now where people have made huge mistakes based on fire tokens. And so I, what I'm starting to think of is if you are not on edge of extinction, you just need to stop worrying about fire tokens. I think the fire tokens and like the greed that people have with wanting to get the fire tokens are causing people to make bad mistakes. I think the desire to have fire tokens is causing people to play the game in ways that they normally wouldn't. Um, and it's causing them to make bad moves. Like, I think you will, like, I honestly think that if they would have just been like, oh, yeah, we probably won't get his fire tokens, oh well. I think they probably would have stayed with it. Like, they probably would have stayed with it and voted Wendell out. But then Yule wanted to be fancy. And like this is totally the way you will this is the way you will play. This is the very numbers and everything like that. And he tries to come up with this plan to be able to get it. Uh like that whole side of it is very much Yule. But then the fact that Michelle and Nick are like, wow, that's kind of like 
that's kind of like sneaky and everything. And we didn't realize you were like that. That's kind of scary. We maybe we should vote you out. Oh, it's just a bummer. I think if we've learned anything so far this season, it's if you're still in the game, don't focus on the fire tokens. And I think that's like what you got to do. Because I think as soon as you start trying to gamble with fire tokens, you leave yourself open to getting voted out or blindsided. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really risky move at this point. I don't know, we haven't seen anybody pull it off well uh, yet. Uh, it's just, it's not working. It's it's not working. I think it needs to be something where people just focus on like, I'm in the game still. I'm just going to focus on making sure it's not me going home. I'm not going to focus on fire tokens. I'm going to focus on just voting out other people and getting that to work. Uh, so that was a huge bummer for Yule. I honestly think Yule was definitely the driver's side to win. He's so good. He's such a likable dude. He's so smart. Um, and he can be a challenge threat too. Like Yule, and he was in just such a huge power alliance place right there. Oh, yeah. I think Yule really really would have won if he would have kept going he definitely would have won so it was a good gameplay move by michelle and nick uh he just i think he just got a little too greedy and it turned around and it bit him in the butt so that was unfortunate uh let's just talk real quick about kind of just shaping up and going into the mergers next week who do we think um is really in the driver's seat here uh i would have said yule if you were still in um, but here's what I'm going to say. Uh, I think my favorites to make it deep now are Ben, Sarah, and Sophie. Ben, Sarah, and Sophie, I think are probably the most interesting alliance that they have right now. Um, and this might all change up. Like once they get back, I think Sarah and Sophie might try to just ditch Ben. Um, they could, I don't, I don't think they will, but I think it's an option that they could take. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's very interesting. Those three, I really like Sarah. I really like Sophie. I think Ben's just very, very fun to watch. And I think he's a loyal person, which is why Sarah and Sophie should try to keep him around. Uh, and the best part is, is that they just have so much connections with other people. Like they have so many connections with other people that those three can really do whatever they want. Cause they'll have, um, Ben's connection with Jeremy. You'll also have Ben's connection with Michelle. Uh, then you have Sarah and Sophie's connection with, or uh, well, at least Sarah's connection with Tony. And then you also have, um, Sophie's connection with Nick and Wendell being other, just like one-time players that are the unconnected group that everybody talks about. Um, which is a bummer Yule is gone. Cause you would have been a huge asset to them. Uh, I think they just have the most possibilities for what to do with their alliance going in so even though it's really only the three of them i'm not including adam because i think adam is probably gonna i don't think anybody trusts him so i wouldn't want to work with him i'd get him out of there as fast as possible uh although at this point adam would be a great goat to take all the way to the end i like i would love to sit next to adam the first season he played would not have just because of his story the second season I would love to just sit next to adam because he would just whine the whole time if you ever said something that like he didn't do like I feel like Adam could definitely shoot himself in the foot at the tribal council. So he'd be an interesting one to take. But yeah, I think they have the most, um, just the most options. 
I don't know how this whole thing of Wendell and Nick and Michelle is going to work out. I don't think it should. I think Wendell should be sent home. Uh, I just can't stand him. I think Michelle should try to get back with Ben or go back with Jeremy. Personally, I think those two would be way better to work with than Wendell. Um, also, Nick. Nick is good at this game. I think Nick could really turn it on here in the merge. So I don't think Nick is a safe person for her to work with either. Um, and then I think the DeKal tribe is interesting. I think Jeremy's going to try to use Tony as a threat and to- uh, as a shield, and Tony's going to try to use Jeremy as a shield. Um, but then, yeah, you have this... Kim and Denise, they want to work together. And then you also have um, uh, Jeremy added in with that. And then you got Tony. Uh, that one, I think, could easily splinter. Um, the only one I don't think I could see splintering is probably the Ben, the Ben, Sophie, and Sarah one. I think those two are, those three are tight. I think if Sarah reels in Tony, I think if Ben is able to reel in either Jeremy or Michelle, uh, I think they could, or even Denise, I guess, they could form just a really, really good power uh, alliance and really dominate this endgame. So that's what, that's what I, I'm thinking is going to happen. I think that could be really, really, um, a really powerful alliance moving forward. And I guess just to give my um, pick of who's going out, uh, you know, it's tough. I would love to see Wendell or I would love to see Adam go home. I think what we're going to see, though, is we're going to see two, I think we're going to see two big threats go after each other, and I think that's going to be Tony and Jeremy, so I'm just going to say, I think, uh, I want to say Adam, because I want Adam to leave so bad, I'm just going to go Tony, I think Tony is going to go home, Uh, I think him and Jeremy are going to go after each other, and I think... Tony goes home. So anyway, that is my picks. Um, Also, just a quick Survivor update. Um, Ben had a really solid week this week. Uh, Rob found three fiery tokens. That's three points. Um, Boston Rob is the top scorer of the week. Uh, Several other other members of Ben's tribe, uh, they all won immunity. So that was a win. Uh, Then we've got... He has 54 points now. Uh, still in third place, but Tanel had a really rough week. Uh, Yule got voted out, which is negative 10 points for her. So she went from 61 down to 56. She also did have uh, Kim and Tyson and Denise, who all scored points to kind of level that out a little bit. But yeah, it's uh, it's rough with losing those 10 points. Not good. Uh, so that happened, and then let's see, what do I have? I am at 73 points right now, so I am pulling away a little bit farther uh, in the match right now. I did not have much happening, though, this week. My only three scores were uh, Jeremy, Sarah, and Adam because they all won immunity. So that's how it's wrapping up. I'm in the lead with 73, Tanel is 56, and Ben is closing in on second place with 54 points. Anyway, folks, we will see you again next week. We are going to keep putting out content uh, to hopefully give you some little source of joy during this crazy, crazy time of life that we are in. Anyway, y'all, have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next week. The Jury. Outwit. Outplay. Outpodcast.